You're listening to Scariff Bay Community Radio and this is Around the Parishes, the programme where we go all over East Clare every week to find out what's happening in all the different areas. Today our focus is on Whitegate and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by our correspondent there, Jack Tracy. Jack, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you, Jim. Jack, uh, this is the end of Heritage Week and... Uh, we actually, I saw you present at the uh, one of the events there during the week. But uh, you've had a couple of things in Whitegate uh, to mark well, we Heritage had, Week. Yeah, yeah, we had to mark Heritage Week, Jim. There, there were two events in Whitegate now. There was a, a talk and a walk. Now, the, the talk on Wednesday night that you referred to was, was an exciting talk, really. Um, all came about by because of work by Michal Perl on his own townland in Dorany, where he had almost has rediscovered um, very ancient Stone Age artefacts in, in that particular townland. And the stories that Michal would have heard from his father growing up in Dorany, he now has passed on to the next generation. And archaeologists in the county and outside it are really excited and that they're looking forward to, to maybe exploring it more. So it really it is a very exciting story that, that we'll hear a lot about, I think, Jim. Indeed, we will. And you know. we were we recorded the events of the other night as well. And yeah. hopefully we'll have a programme in the next few weeks. That'll be lovely. Mm. Yeah, you know, it is Stone Age stuff. And, and Michal was able to tell us and his brother, Marty Perl, that when they were growing up, their father would have showed them stones and markings and carvings and things like that, you know, and he would have said to them, you know, that life is, was older and it's older than the trees because then when it was planted, a lot of these things were, were covered over and overgrown. But now they're being really rediscovered. So it's going to be exciting and we'll hear a lot more about it, I'm sure, Jim. And we look forward to that very much. That yeah. It'll be, yeah, indeed. There'll be some remarkable discoveries there, I've no doubt. I think there will be, yeah. 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 And, and you, then there was a, a heritage walk as well. Now, Whitegate is a, is a popular area for for walking groups, East Clare walking groups, different groups of different ages and, and from different places. They come to Whitegate and they love to walk down by the lake. And that. So there was, that happened then on, on, on Thursday morning. So it, both of the events marked Heritage Week, which is so important. Very good. And the hurling season is in full swing, Jack. It certainly is. Yeah, the split season and all the rest of it. So now we're we're in the split season in with our senior and junior hurlers. Haven't had the greatest of stats to their championships. But but we have to keep the faith. Our seniors now are in a group with five teams, Jim. We've played our two opening games, losing Newmark to Newmarket and Cratlow. And now we have two remaining against Six Melbridge and Secret. So we we have our backs are to the wall. But we can keep playing and hopefully we'll, yes. we may survive in senior. But as regards making the playoffs now, I think we're out of the reckoning. Yes. And our juniors then are, are they lost their opening junior championship game, and they they face Fiegel now to get to get through to the playoffs. Okay. But we're we're doing the best we can with our limited numbers. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's it, and yeah. hopefully things will go well for the in the latter half of this season, Jack. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Camogie as well. Sorry, go ahead, yeah. Sorry, another thing about Whitegate Hurling at the moment is that for years and years, Jim, we, we, we weren't a venue for any big games, but just recently now, um, Whitegate has been the venue for Ogunalo and Bodaik, and now it's going to be um, 
six or it's going to be Killaloo and Scarif maybe in junior and we're hoping that because the surface and everything is so good in Whitegate that we'll get lots more kind of club championship games which is great yes yeah and, and we that, were, there's work going on at the new gate a new gate to the clubhouse and, and that so it, it's great that we're getting these big games well we had a marvellous occasion last weekend on Sunday evening when Bodike beat Ogunlo by a point but the yes. great excitement and great surroundings and a great setting for the game and uh, co- and these games Jack I think you would agree should be played in East Clare it's just wonderful. Now, the atmosphere and the excitement for these local derbies is, is terrific. Yes. You know, for a while, it was awful that some of these matches were taken away out of East Clare. That it's the place, these are the, the venues, Scarif and Whitegate and Bodike, to have these matches in. So, so long may it continue. Long may it continue. And it's great as well to see Tulla back, back to its former glory, really, and to be able to host senior championship games, you know, which had been taken to Cusick Park and Shannon and the Bridge. That is back, they're back in Tulla, and and that's great to see. It is great to see, indeed. Yeah. And your Camogie, the girls, are, are they've made a good start to the to the championship. They've made a great start, Jim, and hopefully now that will continue. In the intermediate championship, Whitegate are in a group with, there are six teams, so they'll have five games with the top four then making yes. the the, the knockout stages. So we're hoping again, and again, it's a special one because the Father Murray Cup is the cup for the, the intermediate camogie. So we hope maybe someday that will be coming to rest. In the, Wouldn't he the love that? Wouldn't he? He would be, very be good proud. to the He certainly would. He would indeed. Yeah, yes. Okay, Jack, um, I you had a boat rally in Whitegate. Well, we had a boat rally that pulled into our local Dromain Harbour. Now, um, Lots of people will be familiar to seeing big boats and lots of them in Mount Shannon Harbour, but not so often do they do they pull into Dromain Harbour in large amounts. But big boats on Loch Derg hold used to hold an annual boat rally where they would tour the lake and have different kind of ports to call to on both sides of the lake. So there just two weeks ago, Dromain Harbour would have had eighty six large boats and barges pull in overnight um, have their celebrations and their food on, at the harbour and then move on to the next port the following day. So they may go to Drummondier or Gary Kennedy or Mount Shannon. But it was, it was a wonderful sight, Jim, now to see to see over 80 big boats in Drummond Harbour packed in tightly and then in the morning they all have to wait their turn and move off in order. So it's, it's a, it's a Quite a spectacle now. I know, I know. And I'd yeah. imagine Colin Burke wasn't that far away. <laughs> Colin Burke and his brother Gerard like, are, are really central to, to everything about boats on the lake and barges. And as it happens, in, each year there is um, a Commodore appointed who kind of directs the rally where the, the calls will be and things like that. And next year, Colin will have the honour of being Commodore for 2023 so that's a great honour lovely and no better man no 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 no, no. And he, he, uh, when the when the party is going on and the microphone the open mic is there Colm is great for the ballad so I'm sure he'll be, he'll be extra special next year he will indeed that's fantastic yeah. you mentioned Father Murray there a while ago but um, Father Jones of course is the man in charge in Whitegate but uh, yes. I gather he's going to be getting some assistance yes he Jim, because only last weekend now we had a visit from a pastoral care worker 
uh, that lay ministers now are going to be very much there for the future. And we're lucky in Whitegate and at Mass in Mount Shannon and Whitegate last weekend we were introduced to our lay minister and he is Mike Daly from Cetus. Yes. So we're delighted and, and welcome him and he just told us that he, he's new to this but he is his training and has been commissioned and everything so lay ministers now will be very much part of the church in the future. Okay, and that's something that you know is it has been coming I suppose for a while with the, particularly yes, with is. the shortage of priests. Yes. Yes, and so he's, he's looking forward, and it's new to everybody. But it, it's great to see, and there will be lay ministers, men and women, now helping out yes. in parishes all over the diocese. Okay, good stuff. Now I gather as well, Jack. There's a young man from your parish who hasn't been to the barber in a while. <laughs> so true. Yeah, a wonderful young man, Jim, by the name of Donica Hayes. Now Donica. Hasn't been to the barber for a while, for, for nearly three years, because back three years ago, he decided he would like to let his hair grow long. And when the time would come, then he would he would get it cut and donate it to a charity. He, he, he watched a girl on TV one night donating her hair to, to a Rapunzel charity, where kids who are, who are waiting for a wig hope that people with long hair will donate theirs to them. And that's what Donica decided there and then, that he'd like to do that. Yes. Now, his parents, Orla and Brian, said, said to Donica, you know, it's mainly girls now who let their hair grow long, and then when she's 14 inches, you can, you can make your donation. And Donica said, that's what I want to do, and I'm not one bit worried that it's mainly girls. So he's, he's nearly there. Yes. And he will be there hopefully by the Halloween break because that's when he's, he's hoping to have a big fundraiser, collect money for his nominated charities and um, and he will have a GoFundMe page and, and he's hoping to get great support. So yes. there's really great credit due to him because he's brave and he's inspiring now and he's really looking forward to to making a big success of this, and it's all of his own doing, Jim. Isn't that fantastic? Well, well done to him, and I mean, we'd be delighted to to help out in that, in giving yeah. plenty of publicity when the time Definitely. comes. Yeah, yeah, it, it's most deserving, and he, is, he has chosen his charities already. He's, he's um, chosen um, a Children's Grief Association in Limerick and Dyslexic, Dyslexic Ireland. And he's going to kind of split the profits between both of those charities. Okay, well, it's indeed, yeah. it's, it's, and it happens quite often that it's a young person who shows the rest of us the way. And Isn't it so it, true? It is indeed, you know, so fair play to Donica. Yeah, indeed. And I suppose, speaking of fundraisers, tonight in Woodford, I gather, there's a very important fundraising event, Jack. There is, Jim. Now, I, I'd say most of your listeners might recall a very serious um, road accident back in January where a cyclist was, was knocked down and seriously injured near Powers Cross on the road from on the road between Woodford and Portumna. Joe Mullen is his name and he has made he's still making a great recovery. And tonight in, in Walsh's in Woodford at seven o'clock there is an auction of, of a huge catalogue of items um, that's going to, to certainly boost his rehabilitation fund. So I think a lot of people from Whitegate and that area 
Mount Shannon, we'd be we'd be visiting that auction to 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 make the donation. Okay, so and yeah. that's in in Walsh's pub. In Walsh's in the main street in in, in Woodford. In Woodford, yeah. and that's on we'll tonight. Be, hopefully, weather this evening now, Jim, will be good. And if if so, it'll be an open air auction. If not, they they have a marquee in position to to cater for that. Okay, lovely. Yeah. And listen, a couple of items to finish. Uh, your the harvest walk will take place later on this uh, autumn, will. I presume. That's correct. That's the annual Cora Garvey walk for Saint Imlis in Petrumna, and, and that's now penciled in for for Saturday, the twenty fourth of September. Perfect. That, that's always a really well supported event, so we're hoping for for the same again this year. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. And. Um, I gather um, they're building bricks in the school. They are, Jim. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, back back in the in the spring and even before that, there was mention of buying a brick for Lack Isle, where where friends and families and supporters of Lack Isle National School were asked to buy a brick in the wall. So the bricks were selling at one hundred euro. A lot of them were sold. Now the bricks are being put in position on the school, or not on the school wall, in the wall of the, the car park area. So when schools reopen, people will be able to see their brick in position and, and they're still open and they're still accepting that there's still an odd brick to be sold yet. Yes, okay. And isn't it marvellous? And people can see, you know, tangibly their, their their donation and their assistance to the school and to which many people, of course, in, in the parish went to. Yes, indeed. There are families that are, there are present families who are presently involved with Lake Island, then there are families that maybe were in the past going way back into the 20s and 30s families that some people might have forgotten, but they would have attended Lake Isle, and now they see that this is their, their opportunity to say thanks and to support us. So it has been a great venture. Great. Well, listen, Jack Tracy, our correspondent in Whitegate, many thanks for joining us uh, today. Uh, as usual, so many things happening. Good luck in the hurling. Hopefully, you know, Lady Luck will smile on you yeah, uh, as the year goes on and to the camogies as well. Indeed. So, Jack yeah. Tracy, many thanks. Many thanks to yourself, Jim. A pleasure. Mm. Thank you. Thanks.